The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is delighted to bring you this broadcast of Shi'ar Jeshub and the teaching sermons of our pastor, Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing a sermon my husband preached as part of the series on Heavenly Authority, focusing on 1 Samuel chapter 23. David has been fleeing from King Saul, and when we left off last time, David, under the Lord's direction, led his men into a successful victory against the Philistines, delivering the Israelites in the town of Keilah. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg in the Sunday message. So David inquires, when the men are afraid, he inquires again, and God gives him direction. Verse 7, what is Saul's reaction when he hears the news that some of his people have been saved from the hands of the Philistines by David and his men? Does Saul rejoice? Verse 7, and Saul was told that David had gone to Keilah. So Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. Then Saul called all the people together for war to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. Again, the murderous rage. Not happy for the salvation of his people. All he's concerned about is killing David and his men. Verse 9 when David knew that Saul plotted evil against him, he said to Abiathar the priest, bring the ephod here. So clearly now we know that this inquiring, this petition of God is being done through the Urim and the Thummim. Bring the ephod here. And David said, O Lord, God of Israel, your servant has certainly heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah, to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said, he will come down. Then David said, will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord Yahweh said, they will deliver you. So David and his men, about 600, so we went from 400 to 600, arose and departed from Keilah and went wherever they could go. Then it was told Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, so he halted the expedition. He stopped going down to siege the city. So clearly now the inquiry is made through the priest and how wonderful it is today that we don't need a Urim and Thummim that we have the scriptures and we have the Holy Spirit but the prayer is, is the same you see how earnestly David seeks God to know what's going to happen what should I do give me direction is Saul coming yes Saul is coming will I be handed over by the men of Keilah to Saul yes they will deliver you the answer comes back Notice something about this section. When David hears of the distress of these people at Keilah, that the Philistines are attacking them, he really could have done nothing, right? He's a fugitive from Saul. 
What was it his responsibility? Really, it was Saul's responsibility to go down and protect them. But you see the heart of David, the heart of a servant, the concern, the care to take the step to ask God, do you want us to do something about their distress? Do you want us to minister to these people? Do you want us to intervene? And God tells him, go down and save the people of Keilah. I will hand the Philistines over to you. Clearly, it's God's will for him to intervene, and he obeys God, and they win. They win a great victory. And that shows true authority. The heart of the servant, he serves. David ministers. He's concerned about the people. He intervenes. He saves them. But with service, with ministry, do not always expect thanks. David has helped these people. He saved these people. And yet God tells him what? They're going to take you and your men and hand you over to Saul. It will be expedient for them, for their own concern for themselves, for their safety, whatever. They quickly turn around, and the one who saves them from the enemy, they're willing to turn over to Saul to be killed for their own needs, out of fear. And many times when someone has the heart of David, when they're in a position of authority, when they're in a position of service and they want to help, and they're saying to God, what should I do to help? That service, that ministry can many times be a thankless job. And that should not affect the servant from doing what he's supposed to do. David still obeyed God, even though the people of Keilah were thankless. You think to yourself, where were all those people in Jerusalem and the surrounding area who were healed and all those who came for the Passover, who had been healed miraculously, or someone in their family, a loved one, a friend, had been healed miraculously by the Messiah. Where were they when Jesus was handed over to be crucified? Service and ministry many times can be a thankless job. But the servant should not be discouraged in service. God reckons to David his obedience. It's put into David's account and if he's been faithful in the small thing of protecting God's people against the Philistines here, if he's had a leader's heart of compassion for the people, God will give him a greater thing, even the entire kingdom of Israel, even though the people of Keilah have done wrong. Then we go on and we read in verse 14 about David in the wilderness strongholds. Uh, and David, verse 14, stayed in strongholds in the wilderness and remained in the mountains in the wilderness of Ziph. Uh, Saul sought him every day, but God did not deliver him into his hand. Ziph is about 90 miles south of Jerusalem. It's a, a barren desert region. And David is hiding in all these obscure regions, these non-populated areas. God did not allow Saul to take him. God did not deliver David into Saul's hands. God is in control, and David hides in caves and forests and deserts and mountains to escape from Saul. Verse 15, so David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life, and David was in the wilderness of Ziph in a forest. And then you have the last meeting with Jonathan that will be recorded between David and Jonathan. 
Then Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David in the woods, verse 16, and strengthened his hand in God. What an expression. And strengthened his hand in God. Again, we see Jonathan, even now, knowing how terrible his father's position is in the Lord, he comes out and again he encourages David. He strengthens his hand in God. He makes him stronger. He helps him to get through the time. What a difference between Jonathan and Saul. What a difference between Jonathan and the people of Keilah. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Even my father Saul knows that. So the two of them made a covenant before the Lord, and David stayed in the woods, and Jonathan went to his own house. They make a, a covenant of friendship. And it's sad because Jonathan sees that David will succeed and David will become the king of Israel. But he doesn't know his own end, how he's going to die next to his father because of the sins of his father. And he has supported the Lord's anointed, even as Saul has persecuted and sought to kill the Lord's anointed. And then verses 19 to 23, we read about the Ziphites, the inhabitants of Ziph, how they betray David by telling Saul his location. And Saul tells the Ziphites in verse 21, Blessed are you of the Lord, for you have compassion on me. Remember earlier we read how Saul said, God has delivered him, meaning David, into my hand. Now that's not true. God, we read in the narrative, keeps David from the hand of Saul. He protects David from the hand of Saul. But Saul calls upon the name of God. God has delivered him. Blessed are you, he says to the Ziphites of the Lord, you have had compassion on me. You're telling me where David is. Number one, he's self-centered. All along he's been speaking about me. You've had compassion on me. He thinks about himself. He does not think about the good of Israel, the good of his people, the good that God wants, the anointed of God, what God's will is. And he uses the name of Yahweh still. So be careful. Just because a person calls on the name of the Lord, it does not mean that person is doing the will of the Lord. Sometimes when new believers, we hear somebody use God's name and we just assume that they believe the way we do, that they love the Lord the way, the way we do. And it's not always true. Saul finds it convenient in Israel, the nation of Yahweh, to constantly call upon God. And maybe somehow in his twisted mind, in his madness, he really thinks God is with him. Though in a point of honesty, which we'll see in a moment, he knows deep down the anointing has gone from him, that David is the chosen, and it makes him mad and it makes him angry. Be careful, just because a person calls on Yahweh does not mean, Jesus said, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this, didn't we do that in your name? He'll say, be gone from me, you doers of iniquity, I never knew you. The sad part about Saul is that he did know God. He was used by God. And we think about the young man that was so hopeful, who did a number of things right, 
and now how he slid down to this position. In verses 24 to 26, Saul has David and his men on the run, and they encircle them. And just as they're about to come against David's men, they have them trapped after David has been betrayed by the Ziphites. Just then you read in verse 27, but a messenger came to Saul saying, hurry and come for the Philistines have invaded the land. Therefore Saul returned from pursuing David and went against the Philistines. So they call that place the rock of escape. David escaped. Then David went up from there and dwelt in the strongholds at Engedi. It is always a source of joy to hear from our radio listeners. So if you have any comments on today's study, please send them along to us. Our address is Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Again, the address is P.O. Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area please join us for Sunday service. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m at the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane, just off Route 1. The exit is number 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us for our next broadcast of A Remnant Shall Return, which in Hebrew is Shi'ar Jeshub.